focusing on an emerging generation of kings. To join me on stage today, not a stranger to, to this house, a great gift. Anointed, powerful, beautiful, beautiful. Love of my life, my multi-layered miracle, the onion that makes me cry. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> I was, was going to go deep, but don't let me go. Don't let me go, to, don't let me go too deep because it might be too deep for this setting. Anyway, so we're going to be having a conversation really and it's just four major areas. We're going to look at one, look at God's design for marriage. We want to look at God's big plan, big idea. And then we want to look at the constituents or components, if you will, of the marriage. So the ideal man, the ideal woman. And then we want to look at the marriage. And you know, people say things like, make this marriage work. We don't want to make any marriage work, right? Do you want to make your marriage work? It has to do more than work. We want to make it flourish thrive maybe some of you don't have pictures in your mind when i was growing up we had three or four cars then it became three then it became two then it became one then it became three quarters right because you had to push the car so even though you could make the car walk it was not flourishing because there's no ac inside your marriage will have ac inside you know you can make something walk but you're just patching it so every time you guys go in public you'll be like let's behave ourselves now you know, some of you have been in those kind of relationships. Before you got to the place, you guys were pinching, fighting, gnarling. You know, before the relationship, you had no tribal marks after a while. You had tribal marks. Ah, why did you get nice tribal marks? Cute. It's sort of cute. Sorry, I bind each other's name. Anyway, but you were in some of those relationships, right, where you just made it work. But God doesn't just want to make it work. Why? Because Adam was already given work before the marriage. So your marriage is not supposed to be extra work. It's supposed to help you do the work you already had better. So you're not getting that. It does not mean you're not going to put an effort. It does not mean that you will not quote an unquote work. But it means that the point of the marriage is not for you to be so consumed by it. That you're already exhausted from maintaining the relationship. That you can't even do any other thing that is constructive. You feel me? Alright, so let's look at what, what the, you know... Don't worry, there's a lot to say. So Matthew Knighton, but thank you. You see? She's making my work easier. Hi. Matthew 19 from verse 4. Actually from verse 3 then. Matthew 19 from verse 4. The, sorry, from verse 3. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying to him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? testers and he answered and said to them have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined somebody say joined only seven people put the, the you gotta put it there. Join 
a man we'll talk about when we talk about mother or man in other words children are not allowed to be joined play boys are not allowed to be joined toy boys are not allowed to be joined a man he has to be a man and we already know that manhood is not measured in inches <laughs> but by what actions and decisions when life Solomon do you want to be the mobile demonstrator of that point and said a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and two shall become one flesh so then they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what God has joined together let not man separate you see, that was the end of Jesus' presentation. Because they asked him, should there be divorce? In other words, is there no reason on what grounds? And Jesus is saying, understand this, you've got to get this. That when a man is joined, he is one flesh. And that when a person cuts the wife away from the man, you have amputated that person. Notice that Jesus does not even discuss divorce at all until they brought it up again. Are you seeing that now? Yes, sir. He said, let no man, watch this, let no man put asunder, not even the man in the marriage. It is difficult to tear apart what God joined together. There is no way to do it without tearing yourself. There's no way. That's why divorce was never presented as an option. Except for a reason. Because they now said in verse 7, Why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? And he said to them, Moses, why? Why? That's the reason there is divorce. Why? Why? Because of the hardness of your hearts permitted you didn't encourage you didn't say this what to do it's like you disturbing your father I want a car 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 I want a car then I said, okay, you want car, car? Oh, yeah, we'll buy you Starlet. Who remembers Starlet? Nobody remembers Starlet. <laughs> One Konkoluka like this. Passat. It was not the original plan. You see that? He said, because of the hardness of your heart. In other words, now we don't downplay adultery and it's not our portion in the name of Jesus. But Jesus is saying adultery is not the reason you put divorce. Yep. Yep. He said it's because of the hardness of man's heart. By man, man, woman. He said, but from the beginning, it was not so. 
and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, marries another. Why is it saying except for sexual immorality? Because what it means is, by sexual immorality, that person already divorced you. <laughs> you see that now. By joining your body to somebody else without your permission. Now, someone's going to go, ah, thank God I'm not married, so I cannot enter. No. Even when you're not married, because there's already a man or woman you will marry. When you sleep with somebody you're not married to, you are joining your future husband's body to their body without their permission. So that's advanced fee fraud. Are, are you seeing this now? That's why in 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 4, when it says, let each man know how to possess his vessel. In other words, we don't possess our bodies the same way. Oh, come on. Because not all of our bodies respond the same way. Glory to God. Some of you get high on perfumes. You're already slain in the spirit. Right? But simple, you hug. 10 seconds, nothing is moving. Nothing can move. The bodies are different. Glory to Jesus. However, he says that each person should not defraud the other person in this matter. When he says defraud in 1 Thessalonians verse 5, he's saying that when you go into sexual immorality, it is you are a fraudster. Because fraud means taking what does not belong to you through some kind of crafty means. So fornication or adultery is actually you are a scammer. You are a G-boy. That's why you're looking for the G-spot. Without the G way. That's the God way. Something's not. That's the gist point. Is that an address at VI? Is that, is that the name of a lounge? So in, in model marriage, we have to... We have to... Who's laughing so loud? That's where we'll hear your voice. <laughs> How can you be feeling cold? Oh. You have license now. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you guys oh God of what? Oh God of the singles. Receive your husbands and your wives. Between this time, between now and this time next year, I'm praying for everyone who is ready for marriage that you will be settled in your home in Jesus name so we have to think about it so we're going to be having that discussion along those lines it's for a lifetime the word says that when we're joined to Christ we're one with him and so when he even speaks about a Christian falling into halotry or fornication it says you are joining the Lord's body that's what he says so a, a Christian who gets involved in sexual immorality is taking the body of Jesus and joining it to that of a prostitute. Why? Because Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So even when you are in that stuff, you are taking a part. Are you seeing that now? Once you understand this, before you res respond to that booty call, you will say, I already got a blessing call. And I have goodness and mercy in my boots. Say, so, you know, Body booty calling me. 
how does this pastor know all these words? Bible says I'm more knowledgeable than my teachers. So who's teaching me all those things? I uh, know. Anyway, Alti, what are you gonna say as your introductory remarks, and then we'll go into its origin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure where to start from. Now, Pidams has said so many things already. Whoosh! I think maybe I want to start from what you said before we start talking about model marriage, because if we're talking about model marriage, that means there's something you're copying. There's a picture you're looking at that you want to model after. And like you've taught us so many times about the mold, when you're building a house, there's a mold, there's a set mold where things are turned into and then they take the shape. And even a model on the runway, it's, she's modeling the clothes of the fashion designer to point to the fashion designer. So nobody's going to buy the model and take the model home per se, but That's everybody's good. going to go to the shop of the fashion designer. So the whole point is we're modeling something that's supposed to point to something. That's the ultimate Beautiful. goal. But I want to help and start with what you spoke about, about people who are coming from a place of brokenness, of a broken home, a dysfunctional family, so they can't even see the picture. And this is so big for me, maybe because I've come from there as well, or because I've met so many people like that. So there's nothing to even model. And so what happens is you're trying this, and you're trying that, and you're trying this, and you're trying that, and you end up getting frustrated. And that's, you end up in depression. You end up in different sex capades. You end up being an extreme feminist and saying men are scum and all of that, right? So I want to help you know that you can still get it right. Yes. When Pastor Dami was talking about families in the first service, I started crying because I know that God placed me in my first church, Fountain of Life, intentionally. Pastor Bimba and Pastor Tai Udukoya. And it was because of the things that I would become or the person that I would become. So even if Joseph had a dysfunctional family, yeah. his mother was, I don't even get her, a deceiver. His brother, deceiver. His uncle, Laban, deceiver. I think it's a dysfunctional family. How can your first child be going for blessing? Mom says, like, nah, it's not you, come back. It's dysfunction. But five years later, I don't know, I don't know why five years keeps coming to my mind. But later, shall, when they come to Egypt, Joseph says, now I know why. Everything gets why. So even if there's brokenness right now, I want to promise you by God that either by planting you in a family like this or by bringing you into a mentorship relationship or by connecting you with somebody, you can still get it right. So I don't want really to want anybody to give up or get confused now. I, I beg you by the mercies of God. I was there thinking about my life and I've never had anything great per se. Never had anything great. I mean, I went to an ordinary primary school. None of the primary schools I went to in Benin City exist anymore to show you how bad it was. They are all run down and gone, right? I went to an okay, I mean, QC has a name, but how much was school fees? Everybody could go to QC, really. It had lost its glory by that time, forgive me, but that's just a fact. I never carried first in class. I mean, I was bright, but I, I was never first. I never in scholarship. You know, Peter is always talking about how he went to a special school, Solidia Academy. I was never special anything. In fact, I was in remedial class for maths. Nothing special. As in, fine girl, fine girl, who don't want help? He wasn't really helping me in any way. But here I am today. Here I am today. I mean, my parents got separated when I was nine years old. For, for me, that's for me, that's the foundation that even if perchance maybe paraventure perhaps that you don't even have you are still in the right place yes. you are still okay yes. and um, for me that's just very very important to me and to know that 
Um, as long as Jesus is our model and we have that picture, we can still get it right. So for me, that's my own. I love that. Yeah. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And there are biblical templates that we can look at or precedents for that thought. Because when you go to Matthew chapter 1, it says this is the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. I taught that during Stones and Sequence and Pastors and all of that. And it speaks about Abraham, and then you see the dysfunction in Abraham's family. Now, don't forget, God could have chosen somebody else, right? Could have chosen somebody else, but this is Abraham who actually, you know, said, this is my sister, my wife, my wife is my sister, goes into his wife's maid, you know, produces child via that, all of that, and then you had Isaac and Jacob, all of them, they had issues, all. And in the lineage of Jesus, you actually had Rahab. Rahab, who needed rehab. You know Rahab? Rahab was such a prominent prostitute that she had generated enough money to build a penthouse. That was not a small-time Olosho stuff. That was high-level Oloshoism. Wobe, wobe. She was high enough to wobe. You get what I'm saying? She was on penthouse, the wall. So imagine how many things she had been through and how many people had been through her. And God still said, I'm going to include you in my royal lineage. So like LT said, for somebody who might be feeling really less of a person, really disconnected, really detached, and really inadequate, the God who connected you to this stream, whether you're online as well on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, the God who connected to this stream is so intentional. I want all of us to remember something. The God does not start from the beginning to the ending. He actually determines the end from beginning. So he literally starts from where, what you're looking forward to. What it therefore means is if you're looking forward to it, because he started it and he's still there, you're actually looking forward to him. The future you're talking about, you're looking forward to him and it's secure because he's the one that determines that's the future. So think about that there was Rahab in that mix. Who else did we have in that mix? We had Tamar. And you know Tamar? You know the story of Tamar? She actually deceived her father-in-law, right? Judah. She positions herself as a prostitute by the roadside. <laughs> and she takes his staff of authority and a signet ring. And it's just messy. It's just like really, really messy stuff right so God is able to do that now like also we have to look at a model what's the model we're looking at we have to look at the model Christ and the church so let's go real quick to Ephesians chapter 5 so we can have context for this Ephesians chapter 5 and then we begin to see that even our marriage is not just about you know us verse 22 says wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord for the husband is head of the wife as also Christ is head of the church and he is the savior of the body so from that alone you need to understand the marriage is designed as a representation of salvation come on So who's your marriage saving? Oh, somebody makes a good place. It's a picture of salvation. So God 
does not see your marriage, a kingdom marriage, outside of the kingdom agenda. Are you following this now? God doesn't see your marriage. Your marriage is not a separate thing. It's not an addendum. It's not an extra benefit, right? God is an integral part, a quintessential part of his agenda. He says, Savior of the body, therefore, just as Christ is subject, sorry, the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies, as he loves his wife. Sorry, he who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. What's the next one that says, verse 30? For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones, for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh verse 32 all of this is what a great mystery what am i really talking about what's it really talking about so your marriage is designed to be an earthly representation of the union between Christ and the church. What it therefore means is that if your marriage does not stem from this understanding, it's not yet in the kingdom plan. <laughs> so when we begin to deal with issues like do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, it's like you trying to marry a spirit. If you're married non-believer, he's not in the same plane of existence. He's not in the same plane. He that is born of flesh is flesh. He that is born of spirit is spirit. So a model marriage starts with a spiritual understanding of marriage. And then has to deal with a union between Christ and the church. Elty, can you speak about that a little bit? What you just said means that some people, I don't even know how to explain it. Some people are married, but they are not joined. They are not recognized. Yeah, as in your, your, your wedding ceremony, they did not see it in heaven. He didn't register. He did not register. Because if you're not in that kingdom agenda, if you don't know Christ, you can't represent him. Come on. And if you're not representing him, I don't know what you're representing. And so when the roll call is being done and Christ is asking because you're supposed to be saving people here yeah? so there are lots number of people you're supposed to save when it's the time to ask who have you saved what have you done you have nothing to show for it so you have lost so you're doing yourself a disservice and quote and unquote I, can't, I want to say that you're doing the kingdom of God a disservice but you can't really do that but the work that God has for us to do, you are not fulfilling your quota that he has given to you when you marry the wrong person or you marry the right person but you are doing the right thing in the wrong way. Come so on. it's very important that you are astute in understanding the kingdom of God and what he would have you do yes. so that you can represent him appropriately. If Jesus is washing us and representing the father or rep representing the man, mm. you need to know how to wash your wife. Come on. It's not just by buying birthday car which you should do, amen. amen. It's not just by buying birthday, you know, new phone and flowers, which you should do, amen. amen. But you need to know how to wash her with the word. Yes. However your wife is, is how you are. 
Come on. So if she's not looking nice, whose fault? Yeah. If she's not intelligent and you're ashamed of her, whose fault? <laughs> uh-huh. So whatever it is, it's, if you've not watched her, you've not taught her, you've not edu- that's why till today, me, I see if it's Adam's fault that there was fall of man. People can blame Eve from, from now to tomorrow, but it's me, I believe it's Adam's it was, fault. It, it's amazing how it was Eve that ate the apple, but they now say it's Adam's apple. <laughs> A joke. <laughs> because I mean, we could go into that debate, but that's just my own thinking, Sha. Because when God came down to ask question, Adam, where are you? Did not look for Eve, yeah, right? And absolutely. it was Adam they gave instruction. Anyway, yeah. that's by the way. So you need, as a man, it's not just by looking good and smelling nice. You need to know God. Yes. And as for the woman, to the person they want to wash, maybe you will stay one place, let them wash you. <laughs> You will sit down, let them wash you. They want to bath somebody. If you are moving up and down, you're making a mess. The water is wasting, the soap is wasting, time is wasting, you are getting dirtier, you are, you are not going anywhere. So when they say submit, it's for your own good. But then again, it works both ways. I know, don't go marry a man who doesn't have sense. Don't marry a man. That's why when they say marry a believer, you'll be thinking they are trying to kill my joy. They're trying to kill my joy. Even if you marry a believer that does not have swag, eh? do you understand? He will learn. And your, your destiny is still secure. But you can't marry an unbeliever that has swag. You are still going to end up messed up. Right? So get, learn, get your priorities right. So when they say submit, that's what the church is supposed to be doing to Christ. Submit to Christ. Yes. See, when the church is submitted yes. to Christ, I mean, some Absolutely. people will still talk. But all this talk of uh, this pastor is doing this, this pastor is telling that, then we calm down. Because when we arrange ourselves well, the glory will come forth. Amen. When we, when we stay under Christ and we are, that's how Peter's shadow was healing people. It's not his shadow per se. It's the extension of the glory of God yes. that was passing through his body that was healing people because he was aligned with Christ. So when you're aligned with your head, who is aligned with Christ? The glory will come to you. Yes. But if you're not submitted, you can't get glory. You cannot yeah. get it. Even if you are shining at work, you are top CEO in your office, it does not register in heaven. And at the end of the day, when you get there, that's when you really, we, we, we really know who is who. Do you understand? Yeah. So please, uh, <laughs> calm down and bath your bath. Bath Amen. your bath. You know, sometimes when we're, when we're bathing Carmen, soap gets in his eyes and is jumping and all of that. And we tell him, stand still, right? So submission is part of God's cleaning process. Yes. Right. Now, let's talk about authority a little bit because you already touched, touched on that, so we're going to pivot a little bit. But please understand something. The way it works in the realm of the spirit is that authority derives from submission. Yeah. There's no shortcuts. So on earth, you can bamboozle people and say, I have more money, I have this. In the spirit, the spirits will always ask, in whose name have you come? They understand that. That's why when Moses died... And the enemy was, you know, fighting for the body of Moses. Then the angel came and said, the Lord rebuke you. Are you seeing this now? Which means that the angel couldn't rebuke that demon spirit of the devil in his own name. <laughs> because in the ranking, let me show you. In the ranking of the angelic hierarchy, that angel couldn't rebuke the devil without deference to authority. 
However, Moses had died. Moses was the greatest intercessor. So nobody was interceding for him or releasing angels to fight battles over a, a battle, rather fight battles they didn't know was existing. Nobody knew that the devil was fighting over the body of Moses. So nobody could pray to deploy higher angels. So the angels did what? The angel said, the Lord rebuke you. He didn't say, I rebuke you. Are you getting that now? The Bible says, I believe it was Isaac. Isaac prayed for his wife so that he could have a child. Now, these are authority structures, authority structures. So before we deal with that, let me talk about Adam. So many people say that don't marry a man who doesn't have work. Don't marry a man, you know, Adam had work before he had a wife. And that's true. However, many times we talk about, talk about work, we're talking about a job. So you're saying don't marry a man who doesn't have a job. A job may give you money to feed your family, but it can't fund your destiny. It is your work that finances your destiny, not your job. What's your job? Your job is what you're paid to do. Your work is what you're born to do. If you have a job, a man pays you. You do your work, God pays you. So the authority to have a wife comes from you, first of all, submitting to God's work for your life. So look at this. Adam was not given a wife until he was working the garden. Jesus was not given his wife until he said, I must walk the works of him who sent me. So somebody say, walk before wife. Somebody say, walk before wife. Sorry, women. Women, they just gave you expo. When you're asking him his question, yeah, what's your job? What did you do nine to five? After that, what's, what's your, your work? work? Because you can be in that house, you'll be receiving money, but you'll be frustrated. Yeah. You want to come to church, you want to do vigil, and it's like, V what? <laughs> so you need to know so that your destiny will not be lean in the spirit and you die of starvation. God forbid. <laughs> so, so, but, but it's so important, right? People can fire you from your job, but they can't fire you from your work. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, your work is what you have left after you lose your job. What do you have without the title? What do you have without the business card? What do you have without the corner office? What do you have without the CV? Right, what do you have without that? That's your work. And that's why you notice something, men may change their minds about your job, God never changes his mind about your work. So Moses, you are 80, you will still do that work. Caleb, you are 85, you still do that work. Some of you are praying, God, change your mind, change your mind. He's not going to change his mind. You know why? Forever, oh God, your word is settled where? Now, you can decide not to do it. You can decide. You have a choice, right? You have a choice not to do it. But what it means is that the moment you don't do the work, you also, you don't get to do the rewards. So who's the, or to get the rewards. So who's the model man? The model man is the person who is aligned with the Christ, consistently pursuing the Christ, pursuing Jesus. So if you go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, I believe I cited that last week. And I want to encourage everybody to read, I mean, write this, this things down because you need to revisit them. Some of you think you know them, I understand them, maybe not. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, imitate me just as I imitated Christ in verse 3, but I want to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of woman is man. Excuse me. And the head of Christ is God. 
So this man is aligned with the Christ, one. Number two is engaged with the walk of the Christ. This is the reason. God trusts you with walk before he trusts you with people. Because walk does not say thank you. Walk doesn't say thank you. Walk doesn't give you prophet's offering. Walk doesn't appreciate you. Walk doesn't. So God gives you assignments that seem to have no reward before he gives you people to help you. So God gives David sheep before he gives him people to rule over. Are you following this? God gives you work before he gives you people because he wants to see how you're going to be faithful when there is seemingly no reward and no companionship and no support. That's why if you have a great ministry or great destiny, great assignment, great business, those of you who have built great things or who are building, have you noticed that at the beginning of every great assignment, people that are close to you forsake you? You haven't noticed? Okay, they don't forsake. They become interestingly too busy. Part of it, God allows it because he wants to test you to see whether you can pass the test of being alone. Because how you handle being alone determines what you can do when you're no longer alone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So the model man, he sees the Christ. Number two, he's do, dealing with work. Number three, he can pass the test of solitude, the, the test of being alone, the test of, it's a look to your father Abraham, I called him alone. And that is why if you're a person here, you are not used to being alone. In other words, you don't know how to be out of a relationship. You're always in a relationship. Always, always in there. There's something missing somewhere. Yeah. It possibly means you don't know yourself enough to be comfortable with yourself. Or you're trying to use the presence of somebody else to mask your emptiness. Yeah. If you can't say yeah, say ouch. If you can't say ouch, say yeah. <laughs> right? So you must be able to pass that test. You must be able to I'd go through the test of being alone. And then of course, there must be work that you are doing. Kingdom assignment. Now, it does not mean you have accurate discernment and you've distilled it in a hundred page document. That's not what it means. But at least your heart is stared in the direction of the assignment because that is actually what determines, it's fine. That's what actually determines what kind of partner you, you need to have, what kind of help you need to have. So for example, if your assignment is on the moon, you don't need somebody who's writing an Okada. Yes, and by the way, there is something such as committing too early because some people have not been exposed to enough social circles to really identify who they need. Should I say that again? Have you ever gone, because people are not food, it's just a, an illustration. Have you ever gone to a party before and they were serving Amola or Amola and you ate Amola, even though that's not what you wanted? And then 15 minutes later, they come with pounded yam, jollof rice, fried rice, dodo, gizad all the works you're like ah chai now what does it mean to choose too early number one if you're not very clear about your assignment number two if you're mentally or emotionally too young number three if you have not stayed long enough without a relationship to discover new things about yourself number four if the lord has not painted a picture i've only been in two relationships in my life and 
the two people I was in relationship, relationships with share certain similarities, only that this is a much greater version. <laughs> but I marvel, I marvel when I talk with people and say, tell me about your relationships, and the five people seem to have nothing in common, or very little in common. It tells me that that person is not yet in sync with what they need. And so they are experimenting with other people's lives. Because when you mature, your choices will be similar. Do you understand? There's going to be a line, a common line. Do you get my point? But if you're random, here, there, and everywhere, there are challenges, LT. All right. Woman. Okay. Right. This is a, this is a, a paid, should be a paid seminar. Hallelujah. <laughs> but no, we receive it free. Amen. They're paying attention. <laughs> Right, so a model woman, um, I was just trying to confirm one of the things. I mean, that's the last thing I should say. Of course, the scriptures Pastor Dami has used are excellent. Ephesians 5 and now 1 Corinthians. We see that while Christ is the head of, God is the head of Christ. You see, this submission matter, eh? And I am, maybe I'm emphasizing because I know it's a matter. And I know there are some people here, names withheld, and um, generally speaking, women can be stubborn for different reasons. Um, and, they are, and they even, some even know it. I'm strong, I have strong head. I don't want to listen. And it might be their personality. Maybe they are choleric and you know, they are getting, aiming for boss levels and all of that. So it affects how they relate with men. Some of them, because they didn't have the father figure at home or the one they had at home was beating their, their mother. So they're like, I'm not doing this with anybody. You tell me one, I tell you five. And I put you in your place, right? Uh, but we need to calm all the way down, yeah? And while nobody should use you as a doormat, why you should still have a voice and all of that, you must still learn this submission thing. Because look at it, even Christ, Jesus, a whole Jesus is submitted. Jesus says, I do nothing except I see my father do it. That is submission. I say nothing except I hear my father say it. So 5,000 people flocking after you, Jesus giving us food, you are a great God, you are a great, heal me. He's still not doing anything except. Yeah. So yeah, he's receiving the glory and he's receiving the glory because John 17 tells us, I have glorified you, now glorify me. So the, the, the chest for you to have to be exalted is because you have first exalted the right person first, yeah. right? So first you are submitted to God as a woman. You are glorifying him as a woman. You are aligned with him. When we say things like marriage is spiritual, people are, it sounds extra, it sounds cliche, but the spiritual really regulates everything in the physical. And like Pastor Dami will always say, as much as you give yourself to God is as much as God will give himself to you, right? So whatever you enjoy in your marriage as a wife is as a result of how much you have allowed God to pour inside of you and as a person generally. Right, so you're submitted to God and then you're submitted to your husband. And we've already spoken about that, so I don't want to talk about that too much. It's not that you have your own agenda and he has his own agenda. Yep, that's Fine, important. you can, you can um, I mean, you can be your career person, you can decide, oh, I want to go and watch a movie today. It's not like every single thing, sir. What shall you have me do, Lord? <laughs> I bow before your throne of grace. Sir, can I wear this pink shoe today, sir? It's not like that. When we think about submission, sometimes we think about slavery and enslavement. That's not what it is. And sometimes I like to use the analogy, if you know how, in, especially in Igbo weddings, we see the woman, she's bowed down with calabash in her hand of palm wine. 
you, my husband, drink it and all of that. Well, that is also part of it. But I feel like what is even more of submission or another a better picture, another picture of it, it's the picture where the man now carries the wife and now says, this is my woman. She has served me. She has loved me. I'm going to carry her, right? But let's not go into all of that. So she submitted to her husband. So you're not having two different agendas. So when Eve was brought into Adam's life, she was brought in to help him become more of everything that God had made him to be. A helpmate, suitable, to help meet, to meet him at his point of need, to help him. So it means if you don't like to help people, you're not ready to get married. You're not ready to get married. Because because you can't try to help exclusively Mm -hmm. if you have not been tested to help inclusively. Yes, sir. You, You get the point. So some ladies say things like, ah, when I meet my husband, I will show him I can take care of a man. Take care of the stranger. Mm -hmm. Take care of the flatmate. Take care, not the other kind of taking care of. Sir, can I take care of your needs tonight? I'm here for you. No, 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 not Mm -hmm. that. But people that that are not stakeholders in your life. These are not topics, safe. This wife material matter. 1,000 yards. You want to show your yardage. I talk about this all the time, but I can never be tired. You are now washing boxes, doing dry cleaning, traveling to Ibadan to see mother, mommy and daddy, cooking pottage today, cooking jollof rice tomorrow. That's not the type of taking care of. It's not. Are you people hearing? He'll be telling you he's sweet. His friends will be calling you our wife. It will be sweeting you. You'll be telling your friends he's going to propose anytime now, anytime now. Three years, we are still waiting anytime now. You will not go and buy rings for yourself and hold, put a ring on your hand. It's not the one that I gave you. Please, not that type of taking care of, right? Um, then there's the other extreme of women who are like, I will show a man I can take care of him. But there's the other extreme like, when you marry, you just want to relax. I didn't come to this life to suffer. I just want to just be enjoying myself. You're not ready for marriage. Because sometimes, even when, like Pastor Damian said, you have money to travel and go on vacation, there's work to do. Kings have to grow. You have to do your master life. I have to ensure that people who are supposed to come and clean the hub come to clean the hub. Amen. (laughs) There's still work to do. Pastor Dami is great, but in my mind, I'm like, you can do more, baby. You can be greater. You are doing course. Let's go through the PowerPoints of the course together. Submitted to his agenda to help him. And you know, there's the deception of being married to a great man where you think he's so great, he doesn't need any help. And I've been there where I feel, what can, what can I really, what do I want to advise him that you don't know already? What do I want to preach that the Holy Ghost have not told him three years ago? <laughs> do you understand? What gifts do I want to buy for him that his bank accounts cannot handle? Can I, can I touch on that? Yes, go ahead, sir. <laughs> this is a very, very important very important aspect now let me just mention this to every godly woman in the house and I hope that's every woman the first dimension of help that you are to the man is not what you do is who you are because the Bible does not say let me make him a helper who will be doing things He's saying, as long as I assigned you to him, you are a helpmate. 
which means that the woman must be fluid enough to navigate the contours of the man's competences. Say that again, sir. He must be flexible enough, she must be flexible enough to navigate the contours of the man's uh, competences. In other words, when you need me to be a pillow, I'm your pillow, sleep on me. Hey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, if you need me to be a, a white hair picker, I'm your white hair picker. My Which mom, I am, he's speaking so literally. So you don't now. know, when I came back from London, my white hair grew from, I used to have like three out of a thousand, I have like 300, God forbid, <laughs> right? But seriously, work just grows your gray hair. But it says it means you're gonna have money. <laughs> so, so whatever you need me to do, that's what that thing is. That's why some people would say it is actually not accurate to call men the weaker vessels because they have to be more dynamic than the men. Are you seeing that now? That the role of the woman is not necessarily okay, wake up, cook, clean, sleep, da da da. da. No, whatever you need me to be. In other words, it's like any walk. Yeah. Let me explain to you. The body of Christ will say, here I am, Lord, what? Send me. What do we say to Jesus? I'm all yours. What uh, songs do we sing to him? Mm, mm. I'm available to mm, you. I surrender. I surrender. Oh. All. We are the bride of Christ. <laughs> and that's where many people miss it. Because now what is the reward? What is the reward for the woman if she's doing all of that? The reward for the woman is that her glory is locked up in the man. And the man's glory is locked up in her. So her unlocking the glory of the man is unlocking glory, herself. Glory, glory, glory everywhere. This is why Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. When Christ is lifted, the church is glorified. Yes, 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 yes. You should so, buy with yes, go on. So when the husband is elevated, whose son name is she carrying? When the husband becomes a billionaire, whose son name is she carrying? Hmm. You are not talking to me. When the husband is doing well, who is he going to take? Yeah. To the meeting, mm -hmm. to the places, to the environment. So God is not setting you up to mock you yeah. or rob you. Or just make you. And so again, I emphasize this is why we say marry a God man. Because if you just marry a nice man, he will make that billions and your name will not be on any single paper. There will be many side chicks. That is exactly. You'll be, you'll be unhappy. That's the type, God forbid, not you, them, not whoever not the them. person is, Sha, God, or the film. When the man will now die. <laughs> when? No, because I, can't, I don't know how to bring that on anybody. When the man now dies. The woman that was living in a mansion, you were going to America up and down. You are now using touch light phone, saying, please, can I just, just one day, let me squat in your house. I have nowhere else to go. And sometimes when I watch those kind of movies, my heart breaks. How do you have all these things? And children, you're now calling with touch light phone, I have nowhere to go. Mm. So please, when you're submitting to a man, submit to a God man, so that when he has these things, he will. Yeah. <laughs> you just remember something. No, it's. Is side Jisha. Some people, you know, some people are very funny, but those women are not here in Jesus' name. Those are the type of women that they ain't God man. God man, say, Pastor God man is their husband. We know those kind of stories that they are not, they are pastors of God. Fire. Are married, they are married now. Receive women fire. are still doing jazz, saying that this man is my husband. Real life, yep. real life. Yeah. So please, I'm not giving any word of anything to anybody. <laughs> I'm not giving any word of or word from. I'm just, yeah, marry a, good, a man that is from God. 
And then, um, so, 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 got, so you're following his agenda. So while um, I was working in the school for a long time, I always knew that I was a teacher, I was a trainer, and that fits perfectly into what he does. There's ministry in me. So while he might be a lead pastor, and I'm not even a pastor at all, I have no problems with that. We are fitted. So even if you decide you want to be a teacher and he's a banker, well, you need to know, does he fit? Are you going to tell him, please, please, I don't want to hear anything bank from me. I don't want, I'm not interested. Are you going to help him actually rise? That banking and teaching, does it really go? Does it work for your destiny and purpose? Can you make it work? It's important. Um, there's a lot to say on that, but I'll leave it. So I just want, the final thing I want to say is the whole um, helping and nurturing thing. Please don't let the world lie to you. I know there are extreme cases and all, but that's why I keep on emphasizing a godly home. Don't let the world lie to you. This woman thing, this nurturing thing is a real thing. The Hebrew word for a wife, one of the Hebrew words for a wife means a hen. It literally means a hen. And we know what we say, mother hen, mother hen. Why would we say mother hen? Because the hen sits on her eggs. She incubates them for, what is it, 21 days or something. She doesn't move. Remember that time there was a bird that made a nest outside our old house? That bird was on her eggs. We stoned the window, we screamed, we there. were shaking yeah. it, rain fell. The egg, the head, the bird was there. So don't let all these people come and tell you, they say, a wife, she's taking care of children. Why are you taking care of children? The man is the one that gave birth to Yes, he can help. He they can, were wired. But you are a nurturer by nature. Don't unwire yourself or rewire. You will spark. You will shock. You will, <laughs> you will journal. You are wired to be a nurturer. So nurture. You are wired to wife. So wife. You are wired to say, baby, come now. Don't say, and why am I always the one needing him? Why am I the Need him. Pull him. Rub his head. Do you understand? That is what you're created to be. And like Pastor Dami has said, you are not blessed outside your field. You are blessed in your field. So yeah. day your day, be in your field and let God bless you in it. And when you're married to a God man, he won't say, hey, of course, I know. When you finish in the kitchen, come, my man, can you open your leg? He won't be that kind of man. He'll be the kind of man, like, ah, babe, this food is so nice. Ah, you've worked so hard. You know what? For the next two days, don't worry, we're eating out. He will balance it up. Yeah. But you are a hen. Be a hen. <laughs> you are a hen. Be Hey. <laughs> so good. So good. All right. So now let, let's talk about in in the marriage and responsibility. By the way, let me just mention one of the things. I should be calling any woman hen here. If I start saying hi hen, hi hen. No, but, but that's why they say hen do, right? <laughs> By the way, let me just mention this. All of this stuff is practical stuff, so maybe we should mention a few things about our, our own relationship. I didn't marry my wife because I saw her preaching up a storm or leading prayers or singing amazing songs and all. What made me start thinking about, okay, you know what, maybe this is my wife, right? You know, some people just see the first, ah, this is my wife I received, that was not, no. The first day I saw her, I, I like what I see, Amen. You follow you there? me. You follow me. Were you there? <laughs> I just said, I like what I see. And I'm going to draw clothes. But that was not the day I said, you're my wife. What made me start thinking that way? You see, we can now see where oh, your well, hearts are. Oh, Junior, your work is we, plenty we today can, when you get to me. We can now see where your hearts are. 
Some people during the message, they will not be saying anything. Now you're talking about hen and eggs. They're laughing all over the place. Yam and egg. <laughs> all right. So was, when I was speaking, this was 12 years ago, 11 years ago. Okay, 13 years ago. <laughs> is, it, is it 13? Okay, it's going to be 13 next month. Hey, it's still 12 years. Really? Yes. Two weeks, it's still 12 years. <laughs> it's not the 8th of March or something like that. 9th of March? The 3rd to the 5th, I, I think. The 3rd to the 8th. I'm right, not sure. So it anymore. was almost a birthday gift for me. Apparently. But <laughs> so, so whenever sh I was speaking, she will be writing. I don't want to give people expo or any secret, but... But for me, for me, I measure intimacy I'm by how well, Yeah, I measure intimacy by how well you value my wisdom. That's for me. So if I ever tell you to transcribe something for me or write something for me, it's not. I, I'm trying to send you a message. I, I like your brain and your mind. I knew I could never marry somebody who does not value wisdom. So no matter how beautiful she was, if I did not see the value based on wisdom or some kind of intelligence on that, she would just be someone I admire from a distance. So what we're talking about, your responsibility, the help that you are is who you are. She did not know I was a pastor. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, she didn't know I was a pastor at the time. When we met, you know, I was a pastor and you later and all of that. She was wired for that. And some people are trying to force themselves for people to... <laughs> they're trying to force... You don't see any relation where you're forcing yourself to be accepted or loved is most likely not the one. Do you understand? Who has a socket? GB, come help me with the, with the uh, power bank. Pardon? I mean, an, an adapter or something, right? A plug or something like that. This is a power bank, right? This is a power bank and has different sides. It has different slots. If I try to feed this into this, it will never work. It will never work. It was not shaped for it. If I try to fix the USB port this way, it still will not work. Why? The orientation is different. It's the right person. So sometimes some relationships never work because you are not the right people. Sometimes you are the right people, but your orientation is different. So the fact that you're ready for marriage does not mean you're ready for marriage. Yeah. Because your orientation is wrong. In fact, you can be in a marriage, but you are not ready for what you're inside. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. This is the right orientation. And this is where teaching and responsibilities and all of those kind of things come. So let's talk about in the marriage now. You're now in the marriage. And you guys, we need to watch your time. I can't even see from my... Oh, Lord, help me now. All right, so you're now in the marriage. What are some of the basic things you need to do? I'm going to share a couple of things. One of the first ones says the two shall become one flesh. So number one is this, shall become one flesh. Write this down, it's a process. Yeah. Process. Which means that marriage is the only relationship where you get a certificate before you start studying. <laughs> they present the certificate to you after the ceremony, but you're just about to enter the school. You get the point. They call you MRS, Masters in Residential Studies. But you are just about to start. And you have to give yourself, there's something I used to tell my wife uh, a while ago, that sometimes I just feel like you're expecting the results of 60 years 
right, from six months or something. I think if you fought ten times, if we have fought ten times or had disagreements ten times, about seven of them were in the first year or something like that. Yeah? She doesn't remember. According to him, because me, she doesn't remember any disagreement. We have always, of course, we've never fought like fought. Of course, I get you. Yeah, points of difference, and generally, you're likely gonna have the same two or three issues for the first two or three years. It's gonna be the same thing, the same toothpaste issue. It's gonna be the same thing. Same, same water on the floor. Is the same back? hair on your soap. Do you issue. swim? <laughs> Do you dive? The Close same clothes. The door. Door Turn off the light. <laughs> the same. Which of your cousins are you on the phone with again? Which of them now? Because you have many cousins that didn't come to our the wedding. Same. We said seven o'clock. This is seven forty-five. Right. <laughs> so typically. So, but but the thing is process. So. And now the process, now watch this. There are two elements that people confuse in the Bible or together. There's the passage of time and then there's the process of time. The passage of time may not yield the results you want. It's the process of time. The passage of time is you're three years married but nothing has changed. The press of time is you're three years married but you have three years worth of change in the marriage because you've allowed yourself to be processed. The stubbornness has been impacted. You are listening now. You're not just waiting to talk because there's a difference between listening and waiting to talk. Yeah. Because do you know there's a difference? Yes. Such as <laughs> say, well. <laughs> so that when you are talking, you did not hear, and the way we know you didn't hear is that you are still saying the same thing you said before she spoke right so give yourself time the press of time i think that one of the things that help is prayer times and certain prayer times most of the changes that we have had in our lives right in our marriage and then ministry of business and all of that came on the wings of prayer which means that listen even before we started kings we started praying like over a year i think as soon as i got the sensation i had prayed and fasted i reached the point of conviction even before speaking to my pastor, I spoke to her, and I, I, you know what I said? I said, what if God says, and I asked that, that question like three of them, they're like, what's going on? What's this, what if, what if, what if? And then we start praying. So having a prayer life, which means that you also have to cultivate this before you get married. Yeah. 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 Now, if you always eat and eat and eat, and you don't have any time where you fast, <laughs> that relationship might not last. It's a food relationship. You're always eat, let's eat out. You're in a special laughter in this area. That area and that, that area. area and that area. You people know all the restaurants in Lagos, yes. but not the names of disciples in the Bible. Mm. Right. <laughs> Do you get it? So it has to start from there. Prayer time. Prayer helps your process. Prayer is a significant part of the process of the believer. Right. I think maybe this should be my last change in the relationship yeah, in the marriage. What's the question again? Sorry. Now that you're in the marriage. Mm-hmm. What's the question? <laughs> Sorry. How do you affect change, grow, evolve, develop, fructify? Hmm. If I want, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Maybe this is just my most profound, I don't know if you say lesson. You're talking about prayer and process, which are true. But from the woman's side, I really, really believe. Maybe because when I heard it, it really changed my worldview, my marriage view, and maybe because of the kind of man I'm married to as well. And the kind of man I know a lot of us want to get married to. And that is um, the issue of getting involved in his work and being 
intellectually and mentally stimulated and growing. A lot of men are visionary. The kind of man you want to marry is a visionary man. So he's saying- The major reason is God puts the eyes on the head. Hmm. So vision comes from the head, not from the stomach or the chest or the other things on the chest. Right? So here I am married to a strong man and a man who every day is like the message of God is new, telling me new ideas back to back. But Adami can have like 30 different ideas in one day. B and Kenneth can testify. Do you know? What do you think? What if? How about? See this. He back to back to back to back. And if you're a lazy woman, a woman that is not hanging her hand, or a woman who is not growing. Can your hair? Can your hair hand, have a hand? Can her hair and a. Can her hair and her an A. <laughs> Got it. Right? So if you're not a woman who is growing, if not at the same frequency, at least almost close enough to the intelligence and frequency of that man, you're going to be left behind. And a good man, a God man, a man who is growing, does not want that to happen to his wife. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when men start having conversations with their secretaries, with their best friends, with their bare parlor guys, with their football guys, and never have that conversation with his wife. Mm. And so he's advancing, he's accelerating, and she's just there. The gap is growing wider. Yes. And intimacy is not just about the sex. That frequency is intimacy as well. I said this before and I will say it again. This is one of the many, many reasons I'm sure that no man, woman can take Pastor Dami from me. Because there is a way, Fire. there is a way he thinks. And I know there are many intelligent women, but that's why I say it's one of the ways. Because the other things I have that they don't have. Preach. They don't. No, 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 no. I'm not trying. Oh God. No, see. See, be coming down, be coming down, be coming down. Oh no, I'm serious. Oh no, I'm serious. Oh God, can I talk? I'm serious. See, there was a time, see, I know some of you are getting it, but I know some of you don't get it. It's okay. There was a time I would hear something like this from a pastor's wife or a woman, and she'd be shocking me. Yes, come on, can't take my man. It's beyond the sweetness. There is a doing and a becoming I have become, and I have to keep becoming so I can continue to say statements like this. Yeah. Do you understand? Because women are growing, especially even with the feminist agenda, women are becoming sharper. There are things that some women know in the intellect that I don't know. So there are other things I have that I know they don't have. That's why this prayer altar is good. That's why the looking good altar is good. That's why he's taking care of his children is good. That's why he's eating well is good. Guys, Pazami is not. Remember during lockdown, Pazami was chubby. Even now, he's not like he was before. Now, that's why the picking white hair game is strong. That's why I'm trying to work more and more on the sex game. He has to be strong because I know he cannot go on sex outside. So, you know, all things are working together for my good. Do you understand? thing we are talking about. Can we be together? Can we be together? <laughs> Can we be together? <laughs> like Apostle Simon would say, are we blessed? <laughs> uh -huh. So there is a becoming the wife has to become so that you are not left behind. And that intellectual, that visionary thing in a man, women, you need to have it. Don't always be like, my husband is the one that does everything. Yes, I, 
I like him to put on, gen- okay, he doesn't put on generator. I like him to think, I like him to do the hard work, but I have to be close enough to him, yeah. to write with him, to reason with him. Yeah. Please, we must grow. That is part of the intimacy. I, I had to grow. Sometimes I can still be naive, but I had to leave that, I had to grow fast. The onus is on you. I know you want the baby girl life. You will enjoy mm. it, but you have to grow fast so that you can, you can be that woman that that man needs, right? Um, so for me, that intellectual being connected to his work, understanding his work, supporting him in it, that mental frequency, the woman needs it yeah. to grow and to stay connected to the man. Amazing, amazing. Let's celebrate LT. Let me see if we can do this in five minutes. Hot fire. Don't leave yet. Let me just explain something in a way that you people really get it graphically, like graphically. Can I have like four or five men on stage just stand and face us? Four or five men on stage stand and face us. Stand over the line and face us. Five, five. Hurry. <laughs> now, and this will help both the men and the women. I think one of the first things I want to say is, well, let me just illustrate. Just stand the file. When God made man, when God made man, and man came alive, he saw walk, he saw God, right? Walk with God, and then God told him, okay, this is your territory, run this thing. Run this thing. I'm gonna say a couple of things that I want people to take in the proper light. That means, watch this, man was used to being without a woman. This is the reason they'll be like, how can that man leave his wife? He can. How can he leave his children? He can. A woman can hardly leave her children. Something dies in the woman when she kills a child by abortion or abandons the child by the roadside. She can because watch this. The woman came out of man, but man already had a life before the woman. So any woman, any man that is saying you are my world is a scammer. It's, it's not entirely true. Lurira. Lurira. But she can say, I have made you my world. Which means it takes commitment for a man to make a woman his world. Are you following this? So walking, 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 deep sleep is slept. Then God brought a woman out of man and then said, whoa, man. And that's what Adam said, like, whoa, man. Says the woman, guess what? Continue walking. Mm. Yeah. That's what is used to a default yeah. to our first base. So the only way, really, yeah. for this woman to be in the consciousness of the man is to connect to his work. Is to connect with the work. Mm. So that either before he gets to the rose bush, Sir, you've already picked the rose today. Mm. Uh, no wonder your name is Rosemary. Because watch <laughs> Rosie. Is that Ro- Rosemond. <laughs> now what happens a lot of times 
is that now the work does not mean you're working on staff or whatever, but you're giving ideas, suggestions, you're praying, you're writing letters, you're yes. giving calling clients, you're, you know, like my wife did, you're giving his free t-shirt. Like when my wife speaks about different ideas, he and Kenneth will know a lot about that. I have like 60 tabs, actually like 80 tabs open my computer every day. So from white people, I'll think, oh, the shirt can come out of it. Okay, jackets, astronaut suits will come out of it. And all of that is iterating now. Now look at this. What happens is the wife many times will stay where God created her, just being there and all. The man is walking, walking, walking. And then here comes, can I have the seductress? Sorry, can I? Go for, go for a bit, I'm just joking. Can I have somebody who can be an illustrator for the purpose of the illustration? Now everybody's like, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. I reject it. Somebody come, come, come. You're not, you're not. Anybody come. As in a woman. A woman. A, wo a woman, yeah. It's Busayo here. Come out, come out, come out, come Busaya, out. Busayo, come. Out. Great. Sai, 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 sai. Hey. Sai, 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 sai. Sai, 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 sai. Sai, 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 sai. Uh-uh. A nice girl on the heels. Come on. Black and beautiful with the nails. Watch this, watch this. This is my obsession, not her. My work. My work is my obsession. My work has my attention. I was created because of this. Yeah. Come on. So anything, so lady, just walk, just try to give us some swag. So just walk, just walk, walk. With a walk, nice smile. Walk. Come on, melanin popping. I'm looking over here. Keep, keep walking, just. I'm looking over here. Boys, walk But around after a the while, there is yeah. something around. Come on. Because the easiest way to get attention is to pay attention to what already has my attention. Yeah. This is why men don't walk closely with women if your wife does not approve. Yes. Well, some of y'all didn't get that. Are you hearing what now? Some of you have not understood it. If not. Because this is the reason people end up with their secretaries. Yeah, because the secretary is involved in the work. And involved the work. with the work. And knows the client. And the man's heart is in the work. Hmm. So anybody who puts heart in the work is going to get the heart trick. Now, the Bible never tells us, we need to close, the Bible never tells us that Delilah and Samson were physically intimate. The Bible doesn't say that explicitly, but the Bible says that the head of Samson was upon the laps of Delilah. My thinking faculty is connected to your birthing faculty. In other words, she created an environment where his brain could breathe. And anybody who creates an environment for a man where he can relax might have that man relax into deeper places. Because men, this thing called physical intimacy for them is not the deepest part of intimacy. That's why a man can sleep with a prostitute and go back home and tell his wife, I love you. And he actually means And it's true. Hmm. But his body has not gotten to that point of discipleship. 
master life. <laughs> so, so this, you see, because we are going like David loved the Lord. He did love the Lord. But, in <laughs> there to have a bath with Sheba. <laughs> so, there's so many things we need to teach, but time, time is, so in, in closing really, if you're interested in somebody, right, if you're interested in somebody, so for example, once I start getting close to any lady, I'm going to start talking about my wife. And I'm going to look for a way for them to become friends as, mu as much as possible, as soon as possible, to whatever extent it needs to be. It's a protective, part of the protective mechanism. Never go into exclusive, intimate, and for the many counseling conversations, I'll be like, you know what, this is great, but I need to talk to my wife about this. Do you have permission? Would you talk to her? Should I put in a word for you? Stop all this. We've been friends for long. First of all, that is not even correct English. We, 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 we've known since. We grew up together. And, and the fact that you can... Who said what? Who's laughing at the back? And the fact that you're a prayer warrior doesn't make you a gynecologist. Because some of you men, you want to be the shoulder they can cry on. The bed, they can be... You are not a surgeon. They're telling you about their personal, physical things. Ah, let's pray about it. I can lay hands on it as well. You are not a surgeon. Once it starts becoming exclusive, intimate, use prayer meeting. Let's agree and pray. From old night, ah, amen, amen, GB. Don't let Duny come and slap <laughs> Bravi, the way you be laughing, Understand the laughter. Understand it. Because he just went to go and seal a deal. Mm. Woo! He has submitted a proposal to the federal government. Mm. <laughs> so, so we're going to pray. Um, but there are many things we want to share. My wife has a session this evening by, is it 8 p.m.? 7 o'clock. Boundaries in marriage. Boundaries in marriage. She has it every, every Sunday or almost every Sunday. So it's always a, a great and exceptional time. But God wants us to be model people. Women are amplifiers and this is a prayer I want us to pray. Women are multipliers and amplifiers. And by the way, the enemy hates the woman. Do you know why? Because the enemy hates man because man is the image of God. So whilst the enemy is still trying to attack one man, guess what happens? The woman multiplies what he hates. Are you seeing this? How will I explain it without going too complex? Angelic beings were created, not made. Angelic beings were created, they were not made. And the angelic beings are not a race. They have classes, but they are not a race. Which means that you don't have Yoruba angels, <laughs> Yoruba demons, Yoruba angels, Igbo angels, Fulani angels, like angels that have an accent, no. They are in classes, and the classes are in hierarchical distribution. So watchers, seraphim, cherubim, uh, warring angels, guardian angels, angels of revelation, angels of worship, they're in classes, right? So the enemy had no idea that there was anything like reproduction. So the womb of woman was the first 
crucible via which the multiplication of the wisdom of multiplication was made upon the earth. So when God made Adam, enemies trying to attack him alone, brings Eve out of Adam, so he goes to Eve. We can talk a, a, a lot about how, why Eve was vulnerable and all of that and all of that. We'll talk about that later, another time obviously. And sees that this woman can actually reproduce, can bring forth much. Now don't forget that Cain killed Abel. Why? The enemy is trying to kill reproduction, genocide, mass killings, sterilization, barrenness are all plots of the enemy to stop reproduction. Yeah. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Because reproduction means that the images of God can fit. In other words, reproduction means that God's coverage area is broader. Just like you have mobile phones across the earth and hotspots, right? So what does the enemy do now? What the enemy does is that he tries to hijack the womb of the woman and pervert the multiplication process, not by stopping multiplication, but by determining the seed that the woman multiplies. This is the reason why a woman can produce, you know, a woman can produce, like our parents and grandparents, they had nine children, 13 children, 14 children, you remember that? You don't know that your dad was one of seven, one of nine. You've not been told. One of 16, right? So it's not just the physical reproduction, it's also spiritual capacity. Why does the enemy attack a lot of women? Because the enemy knows that whatever gets into the emotional space of a woman goes through multiplication. It begins to incubate. This is the reason a woman was sexually molested at 13. She's 31, 18 years have passed, but she has multiplied the pain. She's a multiplier. Any, see, anything that gets into the field of fertility for the woman is multiplied. So even when you're married, your wife can remind you of something you did three years before you proposed to her. And you're wondering, it's gone. That's because when a woman releases, a man releases seed, the seed is gone. It's outside of his body. When a woman receives seed, the seed has not gone. It has come. Do you understand? And it's multiplying. The woman, the man forgets what has happened. That's why many sexual offenders or molesters, they don't really understand the impact. They don't understand it. It does not make it excusable. It does not. But they don't understand it. But the person who's the victim, who has received the hurt and the pain, does not forget it. Still fresh. Why? It's multiplying. It's multiplying. So one of the things we're going to pray for women today is that they, let there be divine abortions to every satanic seed that is incubating in the subconscious mind. I thought the amen would be stronger. I'm going to ask Elta to say that prayer. I might still speak on it, but I'll, I'll also pray for the men. And I want all of us to be in a position to receive spiritually. Hallelujah. Amen. Our Father and our God, we thank you because your word says that every seed that has not been planted by our Father is uprooted. And so, Father, whatever might be springing up, lurking around in our subconscious, even in our consciousness, but that it is not of you and does not represent and reflect the kingdom of God, does not represent and reflect the model of Christ and the church, is uprooted in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because you are a God who is not disadvantaged because of time. Yes. Because even be before there was yes. time, you were. Mm. So you were before time, you were the 
the start of time, you are in time, you are after time, you are beyond time. So Father, I thank you because whatever has been done in the past, whatever misrepresentation, whatever hurt, whatever abuse, whatever degradation, whatever dehumanization might have been done, whatever distortion, whatever brokenness, oh God, whatever hurt, Jesus, that has been done in time past because you are a God that is not limited. We thank you for your power that goes even into that time to fix what was broken and we receive the effect of it even now. We receive the effect in relief even now. We receive the effect in that raised burden even now. We receive the effect even in a clearer picture of family even now Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We receive the effect even in a clarity in, our, in the orientation of our sexuality Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. People have slept around. People have become homosexual. People have become extreme feminists because of a brokenness. Father, we receive the effect right now even in the change of orientation for the right things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We decree and declare like Pastor Dami said, we will not replicate the hurt that we had before. Henceforth, because it ends with us, yes. our family is a model family in the yes. name of Jesus. Amen. Because we are of God, we have the God nature. We have the love nature. Amen. We have kindness nature. Amen. We have patience. Amen. Uh, yes, we, we have the life of Christ in us. So we are good husbands, we are good leaders, yes. we are good visionaries, yes. we are good washers, we are good prayers, we are Amen. good watchmen. Amen. Because we have the life of God, we, ha we are submissive, we have the character of submission Amen. in the name of Jesus. We can nurture, we can give without the fear of being taken from. Thank you, Father, because you. all things are made new in you. Amen. You know, someone said something to me and it blessed me so much. If you have been broken more, it's still to your advantage because that means you can spend more time with the potter. Mm. So Father, I commit your children who might be broken to you. They have come for a special time out with you, Lord. And I thank you because you are the one who builds and molds such that the cracks that were there can never be seen before again. Amen. So just like people can see me now, told you, me now, from a broken home, broken from a broken home, teaching about marriages and relationships and yielding results even in her own marriage. Let that be their testimony in the name of Jesus. Devil, you have lost the battle. You lost it before, but we enforce again, we affirm again that you have lost the battle permanently to your shame forever and to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All the men Hallelujah. can you stand. All the men stand. Joseph Halakata. Raise your hand up to heaven, men, and I want to ask God, give me the grace to be a model man. By default, we didn't have enough time to talk about it. By default, women need leadership. Women crave leadership. Women want leadership. But are there enough men that reflect the Christ, that represent the heart of the Christ? Are there enough men? Can you cry to the Lord? Say, make me a man. Make me a man, a model man. Make me a model man. Make me a model man. What makes you a man is not how many women you've been with, how many bottles of drink, of alcohol you can down, how much you splurge, spend. 
or your biceps it's great to have a great physique but it's more than that and I can promise you if we had stronger men we'd have better homes we'd have stronger societies we'll have a more vibrant generation if we have stronger men if you're a man here and you are falling short in one way or the other cry for mercy there might be a man here who has ripped somebody there might be a woman here or a man here who has taken advantage of somebody maybe not sexually maybe financially maybe you went into that relationship to exploit her to take from her when one said God make me a man who's committed who's connected who's convinced of my role, my assignment. I wanted to make a commitment to God. God, I make a commitment to you that I'll be a model, that I'll be a man unto honor, that I'll be a vessel unto honor. I will not fail in my responsibilities. We'll talk about that two Sundays from now. The responsibilities of a man to provide, to protect, to pray, to position. Pray, Lord, empower me with grace that everything I touch will prosper. I will never leave a woman worse off. I will never leave a business worse off. I will never leave a ministry assignment worse off. I will never leave an environment worse off. Let it be known that a man of God walked into the place. A man of God mentored. A man of God taught. A man of God counted. A man of God gave. A man of God lifted. A man of God secured. If you're a woman, as you are seated, place your hand on your belly. For a woman, place your hands on your belly. Command her to reject everything that God has not put in there. The commander to multiply grace, to multiply favor, to multiply increase, to multiply wisdom. Assume your divine ordination as a helper. Assume your divine ordination as a helper. You are a helper. You are a help meet. You are dynamic. You are fluid. Everybody, let's pray. In this house, we build strong homes, vibrant homes, vibrant marriages, solid. It's one of the hallmarks of our lives. Now begin to thank God for your marriage. See yourself married. See yourself with your husband, with your wife. See yourself with your two sons, your two daughters, your three sons, your three daughters. Whatever the number you want. See it in the spirit. See a peaceful home. See a joyful home. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now thank the Lord. Glorify him. Hallelujah. You may not have come from a good family, but a good family is coming from you. Amen. 
You may not have come from a good family, but a good family is coming from you. Legacy is coming from you. Solid foundations are coming from you. You will lay the foundations for many generations. You will get it right. Your emotions will not lead you. Your hormones will not lead you. You are led by the Spirit of God. You see your husband. You see your wife. You will stop calling him your friend. Your brother, your sister. Receive illumination. Receive understanding. Proclaim that there is healing all over the house. As many as need healing, as many as crave healing, you are healed in the name of Jesus. It is well with you, with your household. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Come and somebody say amen. Amen. Shout unto the Lord. Clap unto the Lord. soon as we were done that went enough please help me celebrate my amazing wife incredible powerful practical insightful one of the things that you will learn to do is whenever you're new to a space or you're about to get into a space please don't assume that you know please don't 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 assume that you know Many of you, particularly those of you that I work with often or that are close to me, I always ask you, what do you think? Because I know that there are dimensions of thought that your thought will trigger in my thoughts. And the moment you stop learning, everything starts falling apart. Take our time. We're going to create more opportunities, particularly for single people, to interface, to learn, to pick up stuff. But we must get it right. Our marriages must be solid must must I hope you know that in the olden days the part of why they had a lot of children two major things to have armed forces for war are you getting that and number two cultivation agriculture to bring in the harvest there are religions in the world today there's one particular religion where they are growing so fast and you know why they're growing so fast they have multiple wives and they proliferate by reproduction. It is the intelligence of God being used in another, in another direction. But many believers don't see it from a strategic place. So when they say they are the fastest growing religion, they are not growing by conversion, they are growing by reproduction. 318 armed men born in the house of Abraham delivered him from the battle of five kings. So something you birth will win your battles for you. That's a divine ordination. It says your children will speak to the enemies where? At the gates. Children are missionaries. The idea and Jews are here. We're going to hear from them next week. But, but guess what? Ayomiku, Ayomiku is in America. And I'm mean, like, oh, thank God for my parents. Thank God for P.W.s and also thank God for kings. You know why? The parents discipled her till she was about 12. They still disciple her, I'm just saying. And then she went to secondary school, went to a great, beautiful school where they had to pray every day and read the same number of verses or chapters every day. And then she got the kings at a very strategic push in her life, moving from being adolescent, adolescent to 
adulthood and the last two or so years she's been incubated now she has an external witness for what her parents taught her so she knows her parents were not lying to her do you understand now where is she she's in america where's dr o dr o is in uk these are arrows that have been launched they are children that have been raised question is when your children go abroad will they go the broad road or the narrow way may they not go abroad abroad so even your children like biological children we start praying for Carmen and Renault before they were born before they were born I started praying for my children when I was 11 years can you imagine 11 what was I thinking so you can imagine what I'm thinking about now you can just imagine but pray for your children before you have them pray for them Glory to God. Please, let's be seated. The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.